Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and pss, pss. Um, yeah, I uh, that was the <laughs> of my wine glass because uh, had a couple beers with coworkers after work, so <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> you know, had a long day at the mill. <laughs> but so did want to. Uh, have more beer when I got here, so I forgot to take take the wine instead. Kind of we sip had, on that for a little bit. We had bottles, so yeah. They bottle wrote el botel. Um, but yeah, hey everyone, how's everyone doing? Uh, I forgot to mention this actually. <laughs> um, so when we had Paul on the show, um. Our Uh-oh. no, no, it's good. Cause see, as long as we got this guy down here, we're cool. We're in the red. Also, last episode, we apologize for the technical difficulties. We hope we will not be having that in this episode. Did um, you listen to it? No. Did Alex say anything? No, actually, but I'll ask her about it. I yeah. actually meant to ask her about it. If she heard the part when we had to cut it out, and then when it fell. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll see. But I, I'll ask her about that. But. Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. What, what were we talking about before that? I was saying something about, oh, when Paul was on, uh, we almost doubled our, uh, listeners. Oh, no shit. How many yeah. do we have? Over 50. No shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, usually we average about like 20, 25 a show. So we did double. 20, 25 a show, yeah. Over yeah. doubled. Yeah, we had about 50. I actually meant to check what we had last week. I forgot to post them about it. Um, so it looks like we need guests. So, so yeah, maybe no, we should so, take Paul up. Paul so, up yep. Well, I am going to reach out to Bree and oh, have her okay, on next yeah. week. Bears on a bye this week. I'm going to bring her on coming in I next week. So. She's a big Bears fan. Bring her in. You know, she also played volleyball in a college level, at a D1 level. Where'd she go? Siena in New York. They're green and yellow. Mm. They got the little, like, the. The dog is their mascot. Mm. If you, yep. yeah, I, Bree, I apologize if I got that wrong, but I'm like 99 percent sure that's right. She's actually in their ring of honor for volleyball, mm. or if you call it a ring of honor, whatever they call it. She was number retired. Yeah, she was like acknowledged for like one of the better, you know, like one of the top players to have been at Siena huh. just in general. She was a well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so we'll talk. So. I'm thinking, I already thought about it on the car way here. I was like, you know what? We had Paul on. On the car two... way here? Yep, on the car way here. I was on the road, and I was thinking, um, we had a guest two, with just two of us. We're going to get a guest on next week. I thought we'd get Bree. And then I was thinking about, in a couple episodes, maybe we'll try to reach out to Jackson, mm-hmm. get him on. Season's going to be in full swing. I had to think about Jake Eichel on there for today, or J- Jack. Jack Eichel yeah. on there for today. His birthday's the 19th, so... Uh, birthday special. <laughs> oh, birthday special. Birthday special. It's... Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so we got a good episode for today, as we do every time. But, no, we got we got a lot of good stuff to talk about, a lot to uh, unpack from the past weekend in football. Um, and just with how the season's been going in general, uh, one cool thing I kind of realized that we'll say I did it on purpose. You know how uh, last week we did a who's in, who's out? Yeah. Okay. 
So since we're doing this, every, we're going to do it every four weeks. Okay. So in three weeks, we'll do another one during week 12. And then we'll do, but we'll wait and we'll do one in week 17. So then we'll have one week left. It'll be week 18. So in week 17, I'm going to ask you who's in, who's out when there's only one game left in the season. Okay. And then it'll kind of be like the tiebreaker games of like the bubble, you know, the who's mm-hmm. in, and then we'll see, you know, we'll kind of go from there. So it kind of kind of worked out, meshed well with that. But um, so that kind of worked out well. But a lot to unpack from from the football weekend, and a lot that is going on now. That's that's all just starting. So uh, well, we got a lot to talk about. But without that, how was uh, was your week weekend? What did I do this weekend? Oh yeah, no, it was fun. Gone, so uh, Friday night we went out with I went to Denise's. The whole fifth grade team went over and D nice. Yeah, D nice. D-nice. And you know we just chilled. <laughs> Adam was making our John and I's drinks, and it kind of and then he, like so I was drinking beer when I showed up, and then I switched over to Captain. Well, it wasn't Captain. It was Jack and Coke. And he's like, "Well, I'm that gonna is make- not that is not Captain. That is that is whiskey." I realized that. That's why I oh. said. It's also not the same taste either. I, I didn't. Where did I say that? Nope. Just keep on going. <laughs> he started making my drinks and he just, like John and I's drinks and, you know, he's just fucking loading it with the Jack and uh, my night went like beer, beer, beer. His drinks, then shots of Jameson, and then like <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like literally, I don't remember going up to bed. <laughs> like I like we played Jackbox the whole night, and like oh. I knew we had like it was super fun, and like everybody was having fun. But like I don't, it's like my mind shut off when like we packed up. Like I don't remember going yeah. up to bed. But then I had to drive Paige home. We had alarms set. Oh, in the morning. 6 a.m. I was like... <laughs> and I... Denise is 50 minutes away. <laughs> Ooh. I was... I was just driving home like a zombie. Just like... <laughs> got home. Went to bed. But other than that, I had a pretty chill night on Saturday. I watched the... I watched your... Uh, the whatchamacallit movies. Candyman. Yeah, Candyman. I watched the original. And then I watched the new one. Yep. I thought the original one was better, honestly, because the plot was way better. Now, Candyman new one, they could obviously do much cooler special effects. Right. So that was cooler. However, the plot and the ending kind of sucked. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like honestly, it felt like it could have been a little bit longer. Like they could have like added to it because it almost felt like it was rising to the climax and then like it was just like and over like it, it just yeah, was usually like, you kind of feel like you watch a movie and you're like you could have made this like 20 minutes shorter yeah in this movie i was like wait that's it like that's the end of the movie hmm. like it didn't i don't i'm just yeah i don't know the last movie i watched that was like that where like I was like, and wait, I, wait, 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 hold on, there's not more. And I, I feel like maybe, maybe it's not, but I feel like horror or like scarier movies, they're shorter. They, yeah, they. I mean, they are. I mean, they're usually like right. two hours an would hour, be long for a scary movie. Usually we're half. talking like hour and a half, hour forty. And I think this one was like about an hour and a half, about it, maybe hour twenty minutes or whatever. And I don't know. It just felt like even twenty more minutes 
Like, just to, like, I, I'm just mad at the way it ended. And I don't know if that means they're going to make another one, but, it, like, yeah, the ending literally sucked. And I was kind of pissed. Yeah. So. Um, because I know she's going to mention this, I meant to go back to the, the Captain Jack comment. Yeah. Because I can already see the text popping up on our phone in about a day or two from uh-huh. because I mixed them up. It's a natural Captain and Coke because that's what I order and then I realize, and then yeah, I was like, yeah, oh no, no it's a, no, no, Jack. No. Yeah. Not saying anything was related. No. Well, no, I know. I was giving you crap, but then I saw the wheels spin in my lovely wife's head of, hey, dipshit, you also fucked up too on a plane and bought Jack thinking it was Captain. <laughs> they on a plane and order Jack thinking it was Captain. It was not. That's when I ordered the extra bag of pretzels. Mm. But when I told you that story. And then we went to the liquor store and I bought a bottle of Jack, poured myself a Jack and Coke, thinking it was Captain and Coke, took a sip and went, wait, this is not what I usually drink. And Alex goes, yeah, because you drink Captain. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. And then Jaeger got, got the Jack. <laughs> So when he came to visit, that one oh, guy came you to gave it to and him, I yeah. gave it to him because I'm like, we don't, it was ever since I poured the one shot of it, it was never drank then again. Right. Um, but yeah, it's actually funny that you mentioned with the whole movie thing. So Alex and I watched, so yeah, I had a pretty chill weekend. It was actually, uh, it's I, made, nice. I made, I made wings, which I pounded <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> 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 made them in the oven. And I mean, uh, was it? Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. And I made bod package, made the wings. I was like, I want sauce? wings. Yeah. Well, I'm saying oh, buffalo sauce. Right. Sorry. Yeah, it's like like Red Hots. Like, Dad. Not Red Hots. Franks. Franks. Oh, yeah, I just threw some yeah, candy candies Red Hots. on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stuffed them in the chicken. So. <laughs> no, I. Uh, well, I was like, I kind of want wings. And I asked Alex, she didn't really want wings. And I asked if she wanted Buffalo Wild Wings. She said no. She went out to lunch. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to go pay them to go, like, go get Wingstop. I'll just make the wings myself then. So I did that. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, they were pretty solid. And then, okay, that's a hazard. And then um, and ate about three-fourths of them. And then late at night watching Sunday Night Football. And I was like, I'm going to have the rest of them, I guess. There were like four left. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to have the rest. You watched the – oh, no, Sunday. Sunday night. Who played Sunday night? Uh, Rams and Titans, which oh. was not a very good game uh-huh. because the Titans kicked the shit out of the Rams. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah. I Yeah. And I Matt Stafford threw back-to-back picks, and I was like, okay, thank God I'm already winning in my league. So you didn't, I didn't really need much from him. And Cooper Cup still had like 16 points, so with mm. no touchdowns. But um, – I, uh, so we did this thing. I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast before, so I apologize if I already did or you stopped me if I did. About, Stop. Um, anyway, what was the next topic? <laughs> no. So we were going to watch a movie. We were debating on two movies to go watch, uh, a few weeks ago and it was on, and I said, hey, we try to watch new movies because we always seem to watch movies we've already seen. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to be like, you know, I just want to chill and watch a movie I've already seen. Kind of like just, you know, I already know it's going to be good. It sounds like Paige. You don't want to waste watching a new movie and then you're like, well, fuck, that thing kind of fucking sucked. And now it's, you're like, now it's at 11 o'clock. You're like, okay, we're not going to watch another fucking movie. Okay. But we're, so we're trying to open ourselves up. I see. And as we're trying to open <laughs> ourselves up to, to watch a movie. So we were debating between The Informant 
and which is a movie and seen before and it was a movie called like Buffalo something or like New Buffalo I don't know anyway we like couldn't decide and then we were like okay let's whichever one has the higher rating on Rotten Tomato we'll go watch that one and so we watched the one that had the higher rating and we watched it and the movie ended and it was about this girl who like which one was it? Uh, the other one the Buffalo one was higher rating. It was like a 90% or something. The other one was like 75%. So like, all right. So then we watch... Rotten Tomatoes is so biased. Like, okay. It's like... Because like, I like the movie Armageddon, but yeah. that's like a 30% of Rotten yeah. Tomato. Also like The Notebook is like yeah. a 12% of Rotten Tomato. Yeah. But like The Conjuring is like 85%, but then like, you know, on other movies, other scary movies get like horrible ratings. Yeah. A romance movie get There's fucking so, yeah. horrible ratings. Yeah. Okay. They're very much into like dramas, actions, and... Uh, like, fuck, and like, um, like thrillers. Mm-hmm. That's like where they do a lot of like their bigger, you know, like better best movies, ratings. right? Better ratings. So watch this both movie. It's about this girl who like they're they're debt collectors. It sounds better than actually, but debt, debt like uh. like you have debt, and then they try to collect mm-hmm. you, you know, whatever. Watch it. Movie ended. We were kind of like, okay, we're not necessarily mad that we watched it. But definitely wouldn't watch it again. And if someone asked me, hey, what would you think of this movie? I would say it wasn't bad, but, like, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward to this Saturday. We're trying to debate on either watching 21 Jump Street, which I've seen, but she's never seen. Or she saw, like, half of it, like, once. Doesn't remember anything Making about it. Making out in the movie theater. Right. So, not funny. So, um... <laughs> Either 21 Jump Street, which we looked at the critically acclaimed movies on Netflix. So, 21 Jump Street, or it was The Setup, was the other one. Or Set It Up, is was the other one. Hmm. Which was like a romance, kind of like funny movie. And I go, okay, we'll do this again. That one's got the higher rating. And Alex says, no, we're not doing that again. Which one has the lower ratings, the one we're going to go watch. Oh. 21 Jump Street. Okay, let's play a game. How? What do you think the rating was of 21 Jump Street on Rotten Tomatoes? Fuck. Uh, okay, now I will give you a hint. This is in the critically acclaimed section of Netflix. It's like 92? It's 85. Okay. That, that is going to be one of my... And then set it up. Uh, which you know nothing 74. about. 92. Jesus. Okay, so that's literally how, the, the, how that went. 21 Jump Street's 85. Okay, that's pretty good. Set it up was 92. And we were like, and Alex goes, oh, shit. I kind of want to watch that one, though. The trailer looked really good. And we were like, fuck. She's like, okay, you know what? I go, you know what? Let's go watch Set It Up. If it sucks, we know now in the future, we're always picking the lower-rated movie if we're debating between <laughs> the movies. However, if it's good, it's going to completely throw off our whole Your, uh, feng shui of how we pick movies. And yeah. we watched it, and it was a really good movie. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah. Oh. Set it up. It was a very good movie. I would highly recommend it. So if you and Paige want to watch it, or anyone else wants to watch it, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's a Netflix original movie. The plot is these two assistants work for these hard-ass bosses, and then they try to set up their bosses together. They're both single, and they try to set up their bosses oh, together. Oh, to, to start dating. Yeah. Mm. And then that's the plot of the movie. But it was very good. We both really enjoyed it. Um, it's like... A little less than two hours. The set up? It's actually just set it up. Set it up. But it was very good. Um, 
And actually, what also threw us off, and if we were going to like it or not, was because the main girl that's in it was in the Buffalo movie that we watched that we didn't really like as much. So we were kind of like, I don't know, she was in a movie we didn't really like. But then we watched this, really good, so I'd recommend it. So it was just kind of a funny thing, like, we decided on that. Oh, and, sorry, we went to a, uh, the friend's house. You drove us, we went to the party on yeah. Saturday. It was a good time. At one point, I'm not going to lie, I don't, I don't know the last time I drank that much. It's been a while since... I told Dad this. <laughs> that uh <laughs> like <laughs> so i legit was gonna pick you guys up but i don't know oh, did yeah. i tell you this i can't remember if i did but either way stop me if i did i was going to pick you up and then my movies ended and i was like and as soon as i went upstairs like you texted me yep and i was like i just like brought the dogs up i just got to bed try to get an uber yep you're like all right and i was like i'll stay awake I fucking fell asleep right away. Like, no, not even, not even a hint of trying to stay awake. <laughs> so if you needed me, it would have been tough to reach me. <laughs> you would have, you would have had to, I don't know. <laughs> like I was. Telegram. Yeah. <laughs> you need to pick him up. Um, so I was glad when I woke up the next morning, you were like, got an Uber, home. <laughs> I also I saw I didn't text you Holmes I said like Holmes Shesh or whatever I said I it was like whatever or you know I don't listen I had a very fun time you know drinking whatever uh at, at one point I we were playing a game and like I remember being home like you I remember said whole safe yeah whole safe I at one point and I I know I so the guy who lived there like. He has this, like, little back kind of, like, gaming room-ish kind of a thing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that he... But he's been off the team for the last, like, two weeks because of that. Adam Anderson. Yeah, he's, like, a top... Probably one of their, one of their better players on their defense. Mm-hmm. But he's been out. Um, so, at one point, he's got a keyboard. In the movie? What are we talking no, no, no. about here? Yeah, I'm at the guy's house. Okay. Right, right at their apartment. <laughs> Let's set the scene here. We're at the apartment. Hanging out. He's got this back room where, like, it's like his gaming room, kind of like a, like a boy's room. That, that's what the girl who lived there, she called room. it. By the way, I know their names. I'm just, I just don't want to say their names. Um, keep confidential. Yeah, keep confidential. So I find myself in this back room. All of a sudden. This one kid is playing <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's playing keyboard, and they're playing, um, fuck, what was the fucking Beatles song? Oh my god. Um Come on, Eileen. No. <laughs> uh fuck. Um Here comes imagine. the sun. No. Um Oh, let it be. It was let it be. He starts playing let it be on the piano. The other guy starts playing By the playing, way, I know it... that Come on, Eileen is not a Beatles yeah. song. I just want to clarify. And then on the guitar, he starts playing let it be on the guitar and then he goes, "Yo, Rich, go pull up the lyrics." I found myself singing Let It Be while I got a keyboardist and a guitar and I'm singing Let It Be, Let It Be, Let It Be, Let It Be. And then the guy on the keyboard goes, okay, this is way too good. And then the other guy on the guitar goes, okay, let's go do uh, fuck, uh, fall, Can't Have Falling In Love With You by Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys, so then I'm singing. They, well, they um, were good. Like they actually. Yeah. Like, no, they were literally like the like literally the guitarist. He, you could tell he was like, 
he was good, but he was like kind of like new with it a yeah. little bit. And like he was like, all right, he's like, all right, let's be on my step here. So we're going one, two, and then they kind of go. And then like I kind of was just like going off of their kind of flow. So they're going a little quick. The lyrics came out, whatever. And it was like, <laughs> and I can't help. Falling in love. <laughs> oh my god! Like, and I remember being there, being like, "I'm literally in a band right now, in a back room with the door closed. No one. It was only the three of us in this room. No. One, and there were like, you know, there's like 10, 12 people there. Really? <laughs> oh jeez. That was the dude's apartment. Stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I just You're find like, myself. His good buddy? Huh? Was it his good buddy? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, I roll into this party where like I know the hostesses. And then I'm meeting all of Alex's it's friends she knew right, from high right, from from right, high school. So right. I'm meeting all these people for the very first time. Um, oh, and I I made mom's dip, and every fu- oh the with the cream cheese and the Swiss with the bacon and crackers on top. Oh, that's mom's. I I I don't know who originated it, but mom makes it. So okay. I asked mom for the recipe and I made it. Killed at the party. Whole thing was clean, and everyone kept on asking Alex if she made it. And I was like, no. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made it. I was like, you made this? I was like, yeah, right here. Made it. Yeah, um, Alex doesn't make it. <laughs> no. You know, we did bring it, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was... Uh... <laughs> But it was good. Oh, yeah, so shit. it was just it was just a really funny moment when I found myself singing Let It Be in a room with a keyboardist and a or a pianist. No, yeah, keyboardist and a guitarist. A keyist. A keyist. <laughs> um so yeah, so that was that was kind of funny. Um All right, should we talk sports? Yeah, I think so. All right, was that enough for everyone? All right, some people like <laughs> Yeah, that's good. 20. All right. Uh yeah, no, we do get about a good amount of stuff here. So, let's just open right up nice and quick. College basketball started this week. Last, mm-hmm. did you watch any of the games last night? Any of those two games? The end of the Ohio State game. <laughs> okay, against Akron. Yeah. Okay, so the two bigger games were Kansas against Michigan State. Yeah. Kansas won, which they usually start off every year, and then it's Kentucky against Duke, and I believe Duke won. There were right? really no upsets except for Virginia yeah. lost to Navy. Oh, they did. Okay, so I yeah. Uh, I got, you know, hey, I love having college basketball back. Did you, st- okay, I will say one kid to go watch. I, apparently this kid's like the, they say is the white Kevin Durant is the Chet Holmgren kid who plays at Gonzaga, the number one overall recruit. He had like, I think he's, they said he had 14 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, seven blocks, and like three steals in his opener for Gonzaga, and he looks really fucking good. You would not peg him as a good basketball player. He had but 14 points, 13 rebounds, no. 6 assists, and 5 turnovers. Six, seven blocks. 7 blocks. Um, yeah, he uh, he's the number one recruit, and he looks really freaking good on that team. Um, Chet. Yeah, Chet. Holmgren. Also, if we want to throw in a Frisbee, they put out our pools today for this upcoming weekend. Oh. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to well, share? I was asked, well, yeah, was, well, who are you in a pool with? Um, they changed it. We were, so, so literally. It's regionals, right? Yeah. To, like, okay, before this, we were in a pool with Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and Wisconsin, Whitewater. Wait, that's it? Just those three? Yeah. 
change. Now it's Iowa, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Whitewater. We are in a pool with Minnesota and Nebraska. And then it's do you and then it's Wisconsin, Carlton, Milwaukee, and Wisconsin B. How many how many uh So there's three pools, A, B, and C. B yeah. and C have three. A has four. No, no, no. How many bids? Two. Two. We and I think one cut has a cut can go. I don't know if Minnesota can. I think it's like Minnesota and Wisconsin can't go. Or one of the two can't go, I mean. What do you mean? Like their finals line up with nationals and they can't go. Oh, so even if they get second, then whoever gets third gets to go? Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work, but it, we have two bids. I know that for a fact. We have two bids. It's the same when we went. We, we had three. Bid. Oh. That, that, yeah, we had three. Oh, because we played right, against is, Minnesota. Is Minnesota. We Wisconsin both, once we got in, we were like, well, we're going. We just went out, we're first to second at regionals. And then it was Wisconsin against Carlton. Right, 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 right. I think you couldn't. Um, no, no, so what would happen is is that when we would lost to Texas A&M, if there were only two bids, then we would have played the winner of Carlton, Wisconsin. Right. right and then right. they would have gone in. Right. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah, no, we have <clears throat> bubble. We bubble. have We have Got two it. bids. Two. Got it. So. You guys have a chance. We have a chance. Uh, and it really doesn't matter too much. You know, odds are we're going to get second in our pool. Yeah. Between, you know, we're not going to really beat Minnesota. We're going to have a crossover and we're probably going to play one of the Wisconsin, either Milwaukee or Whitewater. And then at that point, you know, we have to beat Iowa and we're going to have to beat a Wisconsin. Yeah. Like we're going to have to. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have to win some games, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, good luck. Hopefully that all turns out pretty well for you. Play Minnesota. Um, yeah. But uh, going back to yeah, uh, college mission. basketball, so basically we'll keep up with college basketball for the most part. But all I gotta say is, is uh, good luck to my bank account. <laughs> I yeah. because of just with betting on college basketball. Now here's my thing though, right? I if I I have a, my process now is actually better when I was betting like two dollar bets, which that's because that's what I was comfortable with a year ago. Twelve dollars means I'm very confident in the bet, which basically every football bet. Mm-hmm. For like hockey, the NBA, depending on the NBA, like in college basketball, will be like six dollar bets. Mm-hmm. So I'm winning like twenty bucks, just because I gotta see how the season kind of plays out a little bit. But I won last night, so I had the over in the Alabama game and the under in the Gonzaga game, mm-hmm. both hit. So that that was pretty nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll keep up with that. Iowa State, they won yesterday, uh, not convincingly, so we'll see how our season actually turns out, which probably won't be great. Um, but with whose season might be turning out pretty great is the Vegas Knights with acquiring Jack Eichel, Yeah. right, which is one of the probably one of the top young players. He was the captain on the Sabres, right? Yeah. One of the top young players. Just for some people who aren't very familiar with hockey, I mean, this would be like – Fuck, I don't know who the fuck would be like trading for. I mean, it'd, it'd be like someone trading for like Jason Tatum on the Celtics, or like, or getting, yeah, or like trading for Justin Jefferson on the Vikings. Like, we're talking. This is a top player yeah. on that team. Right. He just was on a very bad team. Right. But he was easily one of the best players in hockey. I mean, he is one of the best, one of the better players. Yeah, in no, hockey. one is, of the yeah. best young talents in hockey. He's not quite in the stratosphere. Well, actually, Jackson, if we talk to him. 
probably tell us more, but yeah, he's not quite with the inside. McDavid and like Austin Matthews, but he's in. He's like almost. He's like in that realm. He's in a a higher tier than yes. Yeah. So huge acquisition for the Vegas Knights. He's you know I'm sure he's pumped about. It. He's on a team that's a contender. They are going to be a very good team this season. I'm definitely excited to see uh, how they how they play. And I for a split second almost thought about getting like a white uh, like a sweatshirt. Mm. Like a, a hockey sweatshirt with with an Eichel Vegas Knights jersey. Thought that might be kind of cool. So we'll see. I might look into it. Um, I didn't see this, by the way. Okay, the next talk. You didn't see this. No. Okay, so I saw this last night. So uh, Nikolai Jokic two nights ago uh, with Markeith Morris. Uh, so it came out yes the today. Jokic got suspended one game, and Markeith Morris got suspended $50,000. Basically what happened was, Jokic was moving, it was on a transition, and Jokic was moving the ball down the court, and like, Markeith kind of like, nut, like hit him with an elbow, like, just hit him a little bit, yeah. on purpose, and then Jokic responded and shoved him in the back. Yeah, and then Jokic just like ran into the back of Markeith Morris. And what's surprising though is that a lot of former NBA players are being like, yeah, they're like, no, both of them should be like suspended. You can't just suspend Jokic. He's like, he's just responding because Markeith Morris took a cheap shot at him right before that play, like on that play. Totally did. Yeah. And they're like, that's they're like, yeah, I have no problem with him reacting the way that he did. He's like, and Charles Barkley said, he goes, hey, listen, Mark Keith, tell you what, if you don't want to turn around, that's fine. I'm still swinging, yeah. whether you turn around or not. And I thought that was hilarious. But Shaq and Chuck were basically like, listen, they go, we got no problem with someone if you make a move like that. And Shaq was like, if it's a small guy, he's putting a, you know what, you ain't worth my time. Yeah. Two big guys up there, and you're giving me this little, like, cheap little crap right there. Yeah, I'm coming back at you. All right, because it's they're losing. Well, Marquise Morris was losing. Yes, and it was not a breakaway, but it was like it's two minutes. No, but it's right. But they're transit. Right, it's the transition type of a play where it's fast, you know, fast moving, and yeah. So uh, some people were a little bit upset that both players didn't get the same punishment that the one got worse, but. It's just kind of how it's going to be where, like, yeah, Marquise gave a little uh, bit. And Jokic loses game check then? Yeah. Does that equate the same amount of money? I'm willing to bet his game check is more than $50,000. Yeah. So he loses a game now, and he's risking money. Now, percentage-wise, Marquise losing 50000 you know, that could, could be, you know, depending on what his percentage-wise for his check, but, um, yeah. But... Just a really interesting play, so just kind of something that'll be... Inter- I'm going to be watching NBA on TNT to kind of see if they discuss it a little bit more now since they came out with the suspension and one got fined. But it's just interesting with the retaliation because that's kind of been a thing with the NBA. Like, hey, if you shove me and I shove you back, and that's because it's like, hey, you know, you're competitive. It's like, shove me, I shove you, and it should be we both get the same shit, not, you know. <laughs> tap my sack, I'll tap yours. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All up in here. Okay. <laughs> On the NFL. Get us moving here, huh? Uh, yeah, so a couple things here. Some, a few actually big topics to talk about. 
We talked yeah. last week about Odell Beckham Jr. being put on waivers if no one claimed him. So on Tuesday was the last day. No one claimed Odell Beckham on waivers for $7.9 million, which was expected. He is now an unrestricted free agent, and he can sign any team that he chooses. So here's my question to for you. When a team picks up Odell Beckham Jr., who or what are they getting? Wait. When a team picks him up? When a team of a team's going to sign him. Right. So who are you getting? Are you getting the first two years of Odell? Are you getting more of a headache in your locker room, Odell? It, are you getting an under-production under Odell? Are you getting a, I want the ball all the time? Like, what? what are you getting? Well, I was talking to John about this. Odell can't stay in the same place for more than five seasons. Like, or at least five seasons and he's out. I don't know how long he stayed with the Giants. I don't know how long he stayed with the Browns. Four years. I, Four years just, with the Giants. He was three years with the Browns. He's just not the player to stay in the same team because there's going to be some sort of tur- turmo- turmoil. But I think it depends. If he goes to the Patriots, he's going to get the ball all the fucking time. If he goes to the Packers, he's going to be splitting with Devontae Adams. Like, Devontae is the guy there. Like... And I, you know, when he went to the Browns and he had Jarvis Landry, like Jarvis, he's not Devontae Adams, but they're still going to split. Like, if he wants the ball, he shouldn't go to the Rams because they have Cooper Cup. And Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Like, if he wants the ball, you know, I think he's just more of a drama queen. And, like, agreed. You know, the Browns, maybe he just could tell they weren't going to win a Super Bowl, so he's just Super Bowl chasing at this point. You know, he's just trying to trying to get on. Yeah, a team but the Browns he... are trending in the right direction. They're not going down; they're going up. But yeah, and their season's been okay. But they also lost Baker for a couple of yeah. games. But like, they're trending in a good direction. I agree, but I don't think Super Bowl direction. Like. I think he's thinking, oh, what if I go... He's not going to... I like, But what if I go to the Chiefs? What if I go to the Bucks? Uh, what Chiefs, if I go... Chiefs are one of the teams, though. Yeah, I know. Oh, They're yeah. one of the oh, teams. Oh, gotcha. They're not Super Bowl contenders this year. No. So, with that, if you were a team, would you sign Odell? Depend, depends on who I was. Like, uh, Packers? I really don't know. Because... I don't know how much money. Like, so I'm I get. So about, here, I'll put it this way. Uh, I understand what you're saying with like the money and like depending here the team. As a player, would you sign Odell? Like, as a player, would you just sign Odell Beckham Jr.? Just the question. As it doesn't matter who's on your roster, no nothing. Would you just? Would you sign? Would you want him to come in? Whether yes. you negotiate, like yes. you would want him as a yes. receiver on your team. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So. The reason, so with bringing this up, so obviously, yeah, he's been linked to a few teams here. Here's here's my thought process, and this is actually what I heard on the Dan Patrick Show. Albert Breer was on the Dan Patrick Show. He made a very good point. Odell, when Randy Moss went to the Patriots, there was an issue when Randy Moss was the last few years on the Vikings, and when he got traded to the Raiders, he was the biggest attraction on that team at that time. And so when he's like that, he says, well, I want the ball. When you hike, when the ball gets snapped to you, you look my way first, then you go somewhere else. When 
Odell Beckham was on the Giants when he was on there as a rookie. They had Victor Cruz, um, but then it was Odell, and then it mainly was Odell the whole time. They drafted Sterling Shepard, but it was still Odell's. Like right. Eli Manning was looking right. for Odell. Odell then goes to the Browns, and Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma, he's got C.D. Lamb, he had D.D. Westbrook, he also had... Um, Oh my God, who's the other kid I'm missing? Marquise Brown. They had Mark Andrews. Baker Mayfield spreading the ball everywhere. Right. The Browns, statistically, Baker Mayfield is better when Oda Beckham is not yeah, in the lineup. Are. Yeah. Because he spreads the ball to Donovan Peoples Jones. Right. Um, and he gets the ball spread. It, and there was a lot of turmoil on the team that when they had this beef, is because Baker Mayfield was, it's like, the reason I'm why not going to force the ball. I'm not going to force the ball to you. If, like I'm going to look at what the defense is giving me and where yeah. my receivers are open at when we're yeah. running this air raid type of a, yeah. or just like this open style offense. Yeah. And so if he goes somewhere where the quarterback is a bigger deal than him, that's why I think that like if he goes to the Packers, he can't say to Aaron Rodgers, "Hey man, like I was open." Yeah. Aaron Rodgers would be like, "No, I right, yeah, fuck, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know where I'm throwing yeah, the ball." Yeah, I got it. Yeah, like no, yeah. when you're open, I'll throw you the ball. And like so, that's the thing though is that like I think if you like the Seahawks, he can't go. To, he goes to Russell Wilson. And he's like, hey man, like I'm open. He's like, dude, hey, I'm like, if he goes to a team with a quarterback is a bigger deal than him because even on the Giants, like Eli towards the end, it was like Eli was not Eli Manning yeah. of like what he kind of used to be, I guess. But like, that's my thing is that if he does go somewhere where he's not the, the biggest Patriots, deal, I've heard of. I know that's what I'm curious. Like, but that's that's a different it's situation also like where it's he like, gets to choose where he goes. So who does he want? Yeah. Who does he want as his QB? I, okay. What, what as much as I hated, if I'm him, I would seriously look at going to Green Bay. You, yeah. you, it'd be Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham Jr. And but you would have to know going in your option number two. Not yeah. necessarily that you're on every player option number two, but like Devontae Adams is number one. Yeah. Now you are a great deep threat. Route runner, like you are, like you are a weapon though. To where, if, I, when Devontae Adams gets doubled, you're going to be open. Okay, I don't. What's the what's the phrase where it's like, if I'm an offensive coordinator, sometimes you feel like you you like that would almost give them too many weapons. Like like you're overwhelmed. Like you, obviously, if you could figure it out. Yes, but think about Aaron Jones, who is a great running back. He wants the ball. Rodgers is your quarterback. Yep. he can handle it. But you got Devontae. You, I mean, you have Robert Tunyon, who's out this year, but they signed him to well, a good enough deal. He'd be back next whoever year. Whoever the tight end is is kind of, he, he's going to be, you know, sufficeable. But right. But you got Devontae. You got Odell Beckham, and. They've, they've got like those three, you know, they got the they got Lazard, St. Brown, and Rodgers, who are kind of like the three. Oh, and Valdez Scantling, who are like I the just, four, like other receivers. Yeah, maybe it would work out for them, but, you know, they would have to really accept their role. Yes, agreed. Maybe it would be like an Alabama thing where they they rock, paper, scissors for who's going to score the touchdown, but. Right. <laughs> uh, no, so it's just. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued as to when a team gets him, what they're getting with Odell, because I do believe he can be a great receiver. I mean, he once was. I don't think the, but I don't think you can blame it like because of Baker's why he wasn't a great receiver on the Browns. If he was that great, he would be getting the ball because he would be open. It wasn't like we saw week in week out like, oh yeah, Odell was open on that play and Baker just didn't hit him. 
Yeah, well, and, and he's also been a little bit injury prone too. You can nitpick everything, like. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I like I'm agreeing with you. Oh. Like, people would probably say, well, you know, you you can pull a video of yeah, where times that did happen, but yeah. like, you know, consistent everywhere. Right. Like, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, it happens all the time just because of how the defense and what your look is. So, on the other side, do you think the Browns made the right move? Yeah. I mean, at this point, it was kind of like, you know, Stefanski even said, like, it, he's not on the team anymore. Even when he was on the team, he's yeah. just like, you know, they were. They seemed to be doing fine. They kicked the shit out of the Bengals. Donovan Peoples-Jones stepped up. Uh, Jarvis Landry is still good. They still yeah. got Nick Chubb. They still got well, Kareem Hunt. I think out. that's like, the bigger part of this. If they weren't a heavy run first, I don't know if Odell's leaving. But yeah. because they establish a run game so well, but it's like it's like you don't see why need. would you not? Yeah, it's just like <laughs> why like if your quarterback's more comfortable with like yeah, I actually like the fact that like when I come back to the huddle, I'm not being like Odell's like yo man, like look for me for the ball. It's like. We run the ball a lot. You're a so, team like, offense. I mean, it's also where they're like, Stephon Diggs in Minnesota. We started running the ball a lot with yeah. Stefanski, running the ball a lot more. And in the playoff game that we won against the Saints with Kirk Cousins, he, after the game, was visibly upset that he didn't get the ball, and yet we won. And that's when it was like, dude, like we won the game, and like you're upset that you just didn't get the ball enough. Like, yeah. And he went to Buffalo. So maybe Odell needs a Buffalo where it's like, hey, I'm the number one receiver yeah. on this team because... We ran the ball. We play a good offensive scheme. That's what Stefanski's doing yeah. with the Browns. We run the ball, and then, hey, Baker, when we hit the bootleg or then we do play action, your receivers, doesn't have to be Odell, they're going to be open right. because teams are going to be worried about the run. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully by this time next week, we'll know where Odell Beckham lands. Um, it said it might be this week, maybe next week. We'll see. If Odell goes to the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, who sat out last week, Okay, I gotta admit, Chiefs did win the game. Barely. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't good yeah. by any stretch for the Chiefs. But kudos to the, the Packers, Packers defense, defense yeah. for playing so well in that game. Um, but the Packers fans got a good look at Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is out this week. He has to be out until Saturday. He gets a test. If he tests negative twice, he can play on Sunday. Right. So, if you're a Packers fan, I'll, I'll say this. How do you feel sitting here today after what you just watched with Jordan Love and what happened in the offseason and what could be happening at the end of this season? I think, listen, Jordan Love, they played Sunday night. By the way, that was his first start right. as in the NFL as a quarterback. Even though it's his second year, that's his first start. Sunday night in Arrowhead. Playing Patrick Mahomes, like, knowing it's his first start, he just looked jittery because he was probably fucking shit in his pants, you know? Like, yeah. I think you let the kids settle in a little bit, like, he's he's not going to be, you know, the best right away. I agree. Like, yeah, he's had a couple of years, but he hasn't had that experience. Like, every experience he has playing in a game... Is going to help. He's going to get better. Right. So, I mean, I don't think you can take that game as his, you know, tell sign because I think it, yeah. 
it, I, I actually think it's like the same thing that the Bears are going to go through with, with Fields is like but look at his first start to his last start against Pittsburgh yeah. if you watch the game he is getting better right. as a quarterback as right. the weeks go on right totally agree with you I think that if you're a Packers fan I think naturally alright people in this world are impatient and they're quick to judge and people are already being like oh my god this is who we got when Aaron Rodgers leaves us god like we're fucking screwed and it's like this kid can't win again. like man because I agree with you if he starts next if he does start next week Jordan Love he plays Seattle at home yeah. with possibly a Russell Wilson coming back he that is a much better setup than a three o'clock game in Kansas City and Arrowhead one of the toughest games to play at like you just said yeah totally agree now I do think if you're a Packer fan you still see that and go if we do take Jordan Love though we are taking a step back next oh season. yeah you're going five we're and, going like maybe six it? and eleven five and twelve right uh, uh um March Madness matchups that's how you can think about a record five versus twelve uh, seed six percent yeah okay so, um, that's, yep. So, yeah, I think if you're a Packer fan, like, you know, yeah, that, that's just high play because of that's the situation he was set up in. Um, but, yeah, so that that's kind of, I guess, what I had. So, but either way, Aaron Rodgers, he might be playing on Sunday. They're playing Seahawks. It could be Jordan Love. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because, like, if you're a Packer, it's like you can take Aaron Rodgers back. Obviously, we better team. If you go Jordan Love, you get rid of Aaron Rodgers. You are taking a step back, though, as a yeah. team. Also, it would be just something to look at, too. Devontae Adams did not do very well when Jordan Love was in. Now, that's also because the rhythm isn't like you got to get the rhythm down with your receiver. So, yeah. you know, just a lot of that stuff, too. So, I'd be curious with Devontae Adams if the Packers say, hey, Devontae, like, we are going in the direction of Jordan Love. Does then Devontae stay or does he go? That's something else should to kind I of stay think about. Or should I go? Boom, 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 Last thing, did you watch the Bears Steelers game? No. Okay. Uh, I'm about to watch the taunting call. Okay. So there were all there were a total of eleven penalties called in the Bears. Eleven or twelve penalties with like 130 yards and penalties called against the Bears. Now, listen, I know Bears fans are upset. I'm just telling you right now. All right, you guys were offsides and you guys kept on encroaching. All right. I mean, it's this now. I did not see the chop block play, but apparently that was completely missed on a touchdown. The guy tried. Oh, wait. You're talking about the, the ref leaning into the guy? Talking call? So he got called for the flag because he did his karate kick. He stared at the sideline. Wait, wait. JJ, TJ Watt got called for taunting. No, the Bears guy. Uh, okay. I was stating that the fans were already upset because early in the game, there was a touchdown play that got called back due to a chop uh, chop block? Yeah. The lineman tried to do an illegal block on TJ Watt, but completely whiffed. So they so like TJ Watt didn't get blocked. Right. So they basically flagged him for the attempt of a chop block, basically. Okay. So people, you know, it was like it was a bad call. At the end of the game, on third down, Ben Roethlisberger got sacked. The Marsh player did a karate kick in the air, stared at the Steelers' sideline. They were going to be calling the flag, and then there's the speculation of like Marsh did get too close to the ref, but then the ref kind of gave a little butt bump and then right. threw the flag. So people, there are a lot of people who don't have an issue with the fact that it was called because it's it's a point of emphasis on the season. They have a problem with the fact that it looks like the ref it in. had his hand on the flag but didn't throw it, 
until the guy bumped into him and then he throws the flag. Because then it crosses the line of like, refs are supposed to be this neutral, robotic, I have nothing in this game to where it looks like, kind of looks like you weren't going to throw the flag until he bumped you. Like if if he doesn't bump him, People are like, are you going to throw the flag if he doesn't bump you, though? Right. Or, like, were you just waiting until, like, he walked away from you, and then it's, like, dramatic effect. Right. Right. Throwing the flag. That's where it, like, you know. Do you think him not throwing the flag would have had an impact on, like, do you think the Bears could have won? Packers, the Steelers went and kicked a field goal to go up by six. So then, yeah. And then the Bears went down, scored a touchdown to take the lead, and then the Steelers did kick a last-second field goal to win it. But in that situation... Instead of the Steelers having to kick a field goal, if the Bears did they the punt. exact same thing and they punt there, Bears still still score a touchdown. Well, now they're up by four, and Steelers have to score a touchdown to win, not just a field goal to win the game. So that's like kind of where that comes in. But just all right. And Matt Nagy said the right thing after the game. Just okay. This taunting shit is just ridiculous, right? It is just they two years ago they allowed defensive players to go celebrate in the end zone like at one point the Steelers got a big turnover they ran 50 yards down the field to the end zone right. to celebrate so that's not a flag but then when it's not a turnover and the defense celebrates now that is a flag hmm. and it's just it's just this whole thing with like this whole taunting thing it, it's just yeah and Matt Nagy said the right thing. He goes, you know what? The league said this was a point of emphasis, and we now learned as a team. We all saw this play. We just need to keep our emotions in and come to the sideline and have that emotion on the sideline and just not do it on the field because they are going to call these flags whether we think yeah, whether dumb. we give them or not. Now, yes, we Josh and I can be critical of the Bears, but I will say if that was my team, I would have been fucking livid that yeah, they call a flag. Dumb. Because they didn't even call it when he did the whole karate kick. He did his whole yeah. little fucking thing. Then he just stared at the sideline from, like, the other hash mark. Right. So he's it's like, the same shit that TJ Watt does. Yes. Did. Literally, it's the same thing he did. It's so, yeah. It's just, I'm hoping that either this week or in the next few weeks or when the season ends, the league just takes a look at this and just says, like, we kind of fucked up here on this one. Maybe we need to dial it back because yeah. you well, are... And to be honest, it's probably there's always something that like it's with the quarterback protecting thing to, last year they, that they're heavy on in the beginning of the yep. year. And Passing they, interference yeah. after the call with the Rams yeah. and Saints, and then pass interference. Yeah, you said pa- passing interference. Oh, pa- yeah, pass interference. Yeah, passing interference thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, that was a point of emphasis that they did, offensive and defensive passing interference. Yeah, yeah the whole driving the quarterback into the yeah. ground, the holding one year was like a big deal, That like how, like what determines holding, and then they yeah. did. And eventually those things kind of play themselves out. But, yeah, it's just this is this is a year in 2021, taunting, point of emphasis. I guess that's better than fucking the quarterback thing. <laughs> yeah. Pass interference thing. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so I'm curious if there's anything that will come out from this with the whole taunting call that was called on Monday Night Football. It's just because it just sucks because that that did turn somewhat of the game. Bears still took the lead, and you know, and then the Steelers did drive down and kick field to win it. But still, I didn't realize he, Santos almost made a 65 yarder. Wasn't as close as you, if you saw. Front. No, that's what that's what Steve Levy called, and that's what I saw. And then they showed another video, and he hit like almost the like barely got the middle of the end zone. What? Yeah. He was short. Didn't hit no. the front. Steve oh. Levy called it and said, oh, it was off the front of the 
Pope. And I was like, holy shit, he was fucking close. And then they show the front view, and Brian Greasy was like, yeah, it wasn't quite as close as we all thought. And Steve E was like, no, I guess I got a little too excited. And the ball fell, like, barely, like went just past the front of the goal line. Because <laughs> also, Steelers Stadium is one of the hardest places for kickers to kick past 50 yards. Apparently. I didn't know that until I was watching the game, but that, that that's what they say. Um... While Josh watches the video, um, we are going to get our picks here for this week. <laughs> it wasn't No. It wasn't. I just told it was in off the fucking... I know. He said it, and I was like, holy shit. I was like, what the... It literally hit the no. middle of the I know. B in Pittsburgh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I, I mean, not, not to say that, like... It's still a 65-yard field goal, so, like... Yeah, I know. So, yeah. it's, like, you can't blame him for being that short, but, like, the fact that Steve Levy called... Well, and that literally two people that I've talked to, a student in my classroom and Adam... No, my, it, no I watched live. I thought he literally was going to make the field goal. Like, it looked like he was... Ma- I was like, holy shit, he's going to fucking make this. And then Steve was like, off the front. And I was like, text my friends, like, holy shit, I can't believe he was that close. And then my buddy texted me and goes, yeah keep on watching it wasn't that close and then they showed another view and I was like oh yeah <laughs> wasn't as close as I thought it's <laughs> like who the fuck is this Justin Tucker? if it was the Canadian Football League it would have gone in yeah they're, they're very true um, alright let's get our picks yeah. get this, let's get this thing on the road we huh? get, yeah. and <laughs> we just, we're having just time of our lives over here we got, we got conversations but that was also our big conversation pieces after this well pop culture um, alright picks for this week so update uh, Josh and myself I think the NFL we all picked the same games yeah. so we went uh, five or six yeah five or six uh, so I'm still in the lead by three 36 and 22 Josh is 33 and 24 mm-hmm. uh, so first game Thursday night football it is the Rams favored by minus seven and a half at the Dolphins close Ravens Dolphins what I say Rams <laughs> Ravens Ravens at Dolphins. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. Uh, oh, also, my lock of Cincinnati minus two and a half was a complete dead. Uh, but, although I'm upset, my lock, second lock that I would have said and would have taken minus points with Arizona at 49ers would have hit because they kicked the shit out of the 49ers. I actually placed a money line bet on the Cardinals to win the game. And then Jay Glazer goes, Kyler Murray isn't going to be playing in the game, but he might be game time decision and it's going to be called McCoy. And I went, oh, fuck, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this. And I cashed out at $12 before the game started. Then they fucking won. And I was pretty pissed because it was like plus 160 yeah. for them to win. And I, so I was a little upset by that one. So I, you know, I've learned my lesson before and I learned it again. But fool me yeah. once. I'm going to go with the twice. Ravens. And it's not my lock, but I kind of like him at minus seven and a half. I still think the Dolphins are that good of a team, yeah. and the Ravens, as we all as we saw last week, look good. So, well, or I mean, our I, our coaching staff needs to all go for the yeah. Vikings. I, it just they just all need we to could, go. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the Saints are at the Titans. I got that one right, right? Titans. Titans. Yep. Titans are favored by minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints or Titans. I mean, sorry. <laughs> No, you said no. Um, I'm gonna go with the Titans uh, as well. The Saints just have. I just they've just been so on and off, and I just don't see them going. That's it's well, assuming Taysom Hill is not still in concussion protocol and plays well in practice, it's gonna be Trevor Simeon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
or Taysom Hill. But Titans and AP scored touchdown last week. So speaking of that, quick note, points bet. Thank you for points bet and for uh, Dimitri, who I spoke today, because they did not give me a refund for my $20 parlay I placed last week. That was a free same-game mm. parlay for Sunday Night Football. And I didn't get my free bet back, and I emailed them, and they gave it back to me. Hey, so, hell yeah. Yep. But AP scored a touchdown for the Titans last week, and so points. that's what I like. Um, all right, next one's going to be the Browns at the Patriots. Patriots are favored by minus two. I'm going with the Browns. Yeah, I am as well. I I would take I – th- I think Browns' money line is my pick there just because of no Odell and how good they looked against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, well, their defense is still good. And who? The Browns. Yeah. And, you know, Mac Jones is playing – He's playing well. No, okay. Yeah. For, For a rookie, rookie quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So I just think, you know, the, the – Browns are going to get to him, and it, yeah. it might be a close game. But uh. yeah, I, I think it will be a close game. You're going into Foxborough. It's yeah. never easy to go win in Foxborough. But I, I, my, my pick here is Browns money line. That that's my lock for this week. Is Brown is Browns uh, Browns money line. Um. All right, next one here is going to be the Eagles at the Broncos. The Broncos are favored by minus two and a half. Yeah, I'm going with the Broncos. I think that their defense is going to play I, I like it they're home and Jalen Hurts against that defense with Vic Fangio man I just uh cannot believe the Broncos went in and fucking shit on the Cowboys last week I didn't I was, yeah dude I had Fuck. Dak and he had six points yeah, I picked, and then all yeah. of a sudden he had like 25 because he had two touchdowns yeah I had CD Lamb and Stefan Diggs to score a touchdown in a parlay that weekend and the Bills scored no touchdowns the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. What about that fucking game? Fucking the Jags winning 9-6 against the Bills. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so I mean, naming that game, though, was turnovers. Eagles-Browns. Yeah. Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos as well. So, I... Oh, I highlighted it for okay. you, and I... Uh, Chiefs at the Raiders. Uh, Chiefs are favored by minus two and a half. Uh... I do like the pick of Raiders money line, but I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on this game. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I I don't know if I love that pick, but I do like the idea of if you just want to put a little money on Raiders to win the game for money line. I think that's a pretty good bang for your buck. Is Raiders money line? They're at home, yeah, and the Chiefs I, have I just mean, been just so up and down. What Chiefs, Chiefs are we getting? kind of showed who they are a little they're just not the same chiefs and you can have more i just want a little i'm not gonna have all that keep on going though uh, i just don't think that the like it's just not the same chiefs and i think that I they're gonna get kind of i don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs actually now anymore like, if the Raiders win this game, I think it's going to be a huge tell. Oh, Raiders win this game, that's huge in the AFC West. Yeah. Forget about even just Chiefs with the A- Like, AFC West, if they beat the Chiefs, that's huge for just the division and yeah. for any tiebreakers. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, I don't know if I really like it, but it's coin flips. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, Rams minus – oh, sorry. Chiefs and Raiders is Sunday night football. Rams and 49ers is Monday night football. Rams minus four at the 49ers. Uh, 
I'm going to go with the Rams. I also like the Rams at minus four, but I'm going with the Rams. You know, a bounce back game. Yeah, bounce back game and uh, remind me the 49ers. Plus the Cardinals. I was about to say, yeah, they lost the Cardinals last week to a backup Colt McCoy. I just, the 49ers aren't as good as I think everyone thought they bounced back to be. So, well, they get Kittle back this week, so. Yeah, they do, but even without Kittle, I still thought that that between the defense, Garoppolo just managing of throwing the ball, their run game, they have two solid. I mean, they have you know Debo Samuel. They got some nice weapons outside of Kittle. Kittle does make their offense yeah way better. Yeah, but I just think that I thought this team was going to bounce back more than they are so far. Yeah, in the season. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. And the I the one game I didn't put on here because I didn't want to, have to pick them. So the Vikings are at the Chargers. If you saw that. It, it's only Chargers minus three and a half. Okay. All right. Knowing us, we're gonna fucking go into go into Los Angeles and win, and I'll be like, "Oh hey, we're back!" And then, yeah, just. All right, pop culture. I got some good shit. Uh, talk about. Got some good um, shit. No, I do. This is this is this is uh, good stuff. Um, so first thing, last week we talked about uh, Travis Barker and um, Courtney that they got engaged. So, do you know who Scott Disick is? Yes. Okay. So you know he used to be married to Courtney. Yes. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Scott Disick used to be married to Courtney, who Courtney is now engaged to Travis Barker. Uh, Scott and Courtney have three kids together. They were on and off together for quite a while, and then they split up, and then obviously she was with Travis. So Scott is very close with the family, and he's also very close with Chloe Kardashian. That's what I was told from my source. That yeah. He's very close with Chloe, but that he's been trying to distance himself from the family because of Travis and Courtney. Because he, at one point, said, like, I will and should have married you. And Courtney was basically like too little too late. Like we could have been married and right. been this couple and way before. And you just kept on, we were on and off and whatever. And now she's like, I'm not waiting for over. you any longer. She's 40. She's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like right. whatever. And it's great. She's happy. It kind of sucks for Scott because he's so close to the family and with his kids growing up with, you know, the other cousins around the house and everything. I just got to imagine that situation has just got to not be fun when, like, you are married to someone and, um, yeah, when you're married to someone, what, you see that? What? The blue? Yeah. Huh. Sorry, everyone. Wanna, Ooh. Oh, that's weird. All right, we're going to take a short pause okay. okay we're back sorry about that last week i think when my laptop fell it got stopped so like we were recording over what we recorded last week so there should be an issue though when everyone else was listening so just so everyone else knows but anyway sorry back to what we're saying so basically awkward situation for scott sure definitely no fun to deal with um but uh yeah i was just thinking about like if i was him like you know you're married to someone you're with someone for so long and then you're like you have kids together and then you're not together but then you still have to kind of see each other all you know you still see each other often so like he just straight up just like avoids events that they 
with all the family does, which the family misses out, out on him because they want him to be there. Right. But he's like, yeah, if Travis is there, they're like, I don't want to be there. Right. Because, like, he's with my girl. Like, was your girl. Was your girl. Right. So. Well, know. it sucks. Yeah. You know? All right, next one. He's playing around. He. You know, he yeah. wanted the, yeah, he did. He wanted no, the hey, younger, hey, younger one of the younger Sophia Richie and uh I was at the chick that's like the twenty one or the twenty year old was, or whatever. He was with, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sophia I, Richie, who is pretty I don't know if I've ever seen a picture of her. Um okay. Chris Evans and Selena Gomez. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. They're not together. At least that's but there was a whole thing. I think this is fucking hilarious. Selena followed Chris Evans. Chris Evans only has he's only uh fuck what That's Captain America. Yeah. Or yeah, is it no, is it the other way around? Chris Evans is followed back. Yeah. So Selena followed Chris Evans. Chris Evans followed Selena Gomez back. Chris Evans only follows like two hundred people. So people made a big fucking deal about it when he followed her back and now there's all the speculation like that they're together. I don't know if they are or not, but this is one of those situations where, like, I hope that they are together. I think they'd be great. They they look like two great-looking people, and she seems fun. He seems great. I think they. I hope that they're together and that yeah. they're having a secret romance. And in a couple months from now, we find out it's real. Just like what happened with um, who's the kid from Spider-Man? Tom Holland and um, Zadea. Zadea. And like people thought they were together. They're like, no, like we're not together. And then we found out a month ago, yeah, we're actually together. So, Selena Gomez is 272 million followers. Yes. That is she, fucking think, absurd. I think she had I think she was at one point she was the most followed person on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they are together, but I hope they are. And do you ever feel like that? You ever hear like or like think of celebrities like, oh, I wish these two celebrities would be together. I think they'd be great. Sure. Yeah. They were together. I was just looking at Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, okay. I got... So, we had a very hot topic last week. The whole car question for last week really struck up a whole conversation with a lot of people that we're talking about. Car oh, conversation. Yeah. How many cars is too many cars to own? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I got to admit, I did not know people would want to own... People were more on your side than my side. Yeah. People were like, I'd want to own like six or eight yeah. or ten cars. And I was like... Okay, I didn't really, I didn't know. Okay, so here's my next question. If you had, <clears throat> if someone gave you three grand and said you can shop for clothing, where, what's, what's the first places you're going to go to? You get three grand, like a Visa gift card, but you can only spend it on clothing. And clothing, we're saying shit like you wear between, up from like hat to jewelry to sweatshirts, to pants, to shoes. Uh, Where's your first place you're going to? Probably Lulu. Dix has got some pretty good uh, polos. I might go to like a like a place that has good jackets, like LL Bean or like okay, uh, weatherproof. Um, yeah, I was thinking. So yeah, I get like. Running shorts, running pants, probably like. I definitely go to Nordstrom. I ever since Alex yeah. brought me there, I didn't realize there was a Nordstrom. Target's got so then not like just the, a Nordstrom rack. Yeah, 
So I definitely go to Nordstrom. They got some good shit there. I would definitely go there to get maybe pants, some sweaters. I'm going to go get shoes too. I don't know. Okay, now I'm thinking if I were to go somewhere to get shoes, I think I probably would go to the outlet mall and go to the Nike premium outlet. No, I'm thinking more like... Uh... Well, that's where I go to get tennis shoes. To yeah. get other shoes, yeah. I'd probably go like DSW to start. Just to start. Go to DSW, then maybe I'll see where I venture out at. And then I was thinking like, I would probably do about two grand, two and a quarter in shopping and then the other 750 there's a couple good shops I like online I probably would spend then online shopping at the mm-hmm. end but I was thinking like, if you just went to like a store like like where you go yeah you know okay also which I heard some good feedback on was when we played the game of how about smack that last week a lot of people liked trying to guess what year it came out what year they thought it came out so I got two songs this week to guess which one came out first and what year both of them came out at. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, hold on. Got to get the other song here pulled up. I had it, but then I looked up set it up. So, What year was I in fifth grade? I need some markers here. Hold on, hold on. 13 is when you turn 13, you're in seventh grade. So 12, 11. So you're 11. 10 so it's 11. 2009. Okay. Right? You're born in 1998? Uh-huh. Well, you're 10 in fifth grade turning 11 that summer okay right to help you out yeah 2009 2009 yeah. really i don't know 2009 10 10 what year born in 98 yeah so oh okay, no, no. so the 2008 2009 school year mm. that's when you're in fifth grade okay that makes more sense okay song number one temperature by sean paul Okay. Do you remember it? Mm-hmm. Can you sing a little bit of it? Baby girls, all my girls, <laughs> and on the way in, uh, I'm in Germany taking you on. I got the okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's no keyboardist and guitarist, so off key. Uh, and the next Ooh, song uh, is... Gotta go right th- 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 is... <laughs> Oh oh. Okay. Next one. Shake it by Metro Station. Shake it. Shake, 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 shake it. Around the corner right. and we're sitting on the front door. I would say Sean Paul first. Okay. So you think Sean Paul first? Metro Station, Shake, you know the Shake. Yeah, 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 okay. I would say. Okay, now, what what year then do you think both those songs came out? The, are they at the same time? No. What, oh, you're, okay, no, you're, no, okay. You're, no, no. I thought you were saying the question is in what year do you think both of them came out? First, actually, I'll ask a two-part question then. Which one came out first? Sean Paul, tem- Temperature. Temperature came out first. I think so. Okay. No. You are correct. Okay. Sean Paul's song came out first before right. Metro Station. What year did Sean Paul's Temperature come out, and then what year did Metro Station? So I'm gonna say shake it, uh, come out? like when were you when, when were you singing Temperature? <laughs> I'm saying 2009, like fifth sixth grade. Okay. And then the other one, like 2000.
What? Dude. What song did... What song? What, what year did it come out? 2010. <laughs> I'm way off, aren't I? Okay. Temperature by Sean Paul came out when you were seven. <laughs> 2005. Jeez. I just feel like I was listening to that song when I was like in fifth grade. Like I'm thinking like, sure you were. You've been in the song for the last two years. Metro Station came out in 2007. You were nine. Jesus. Shake it. Yeah, man. You're even last week. You said the same thing. You said shake that came out in 2000, like nine or eight. And it came out in 2000. Well, it's because I'm thinking like when, how old was I when I was listening to that song? And I was like, oh, it okay. Just came okay. Out then. You know what? Okay. Then I, okay. Then what? What year did The Middle come out by Jimmy Eat World? Uh, fucking 2002? 2001! <laughs> what the hell? Okay, no, we're doing this next week, too. I'm picking out more. But you know what? Now you might be guessing lower because I'm getting... I'm gonna switch it up totally next week, and we'll see. I'm gonna start fucking researching yeah. now. No, I, I got myself a game. I can't believe you said 2000. Well, because I'm thinking, I knew it came out after, but I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. I, guess I gotta Katie... admit, I was more surprised by temperature than sh- shake it. I'll give you that one because it's like I, that's like temperature. Katy I... Perry's 2010, right? Yeah, yeah. Katy Perry's. That's like when I'm a freshman in high school that was when like firework and that's when her album like when she tied michael jackson's record mm-hmm. okay so like yeah that's Katy perry taylor swift yeah 2009s and on i thought that's when you said i oh no you said 2006 no what? you said 2009 when i was five no 2009 when you're in fifth grade or fifth grade yeah yeah not nine. No, I know. Oh. But then, yeah, you just, I just said 2009, 2010 was when they came out and you were like, yeah, I was a freshman in high school. You were not a freshman in high school in 2009. In 2011. But, okay, so in 2010 is when Katy Perry probably dropped her album that was like, Hot and Cold was probably 2009. Like, and, I'll bet, I bet Hot and Cold. Yeah, and what grade were you in? In 2009? 2009, 10. I was 13, so I was in seventh grade. This is not even close to freshman year. Okay, I was thinking of Firework, not Hot and Cold. Hot and Cold's off her first album. Okay, well, you threw me off with the dates. Okay, 2008 was Hot and Cold. That was her first album. And then, fuck, yeah, Firework's got to be 2010 then. Because 2010, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I, do, I mean, does that help? Not help? No. Like I, you seem to be all. The... <laughs> now I need to. Okay. It's like you know, do you even know like when? What, what year did you go? You went to high school. Two thousand twelve was your first yes. year. Okay, so that's how you should be thinking about this. Two thousand twelve, you're starting high school. I thought I was doing well with fifth grade. Two thousand eight. No, two thousand. I was in fifth grade then. Nine, is that when you started middle school then? Nine, yeah. ten, ten, eleven, eleven, twelve. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you listen to temperature. 
a metro station. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, that's, that's kind of funny. All right, cool. Well, can't wait to do this next week. Um, all right, quick thing here. Close this out. Talk about some college football a little bit. We'll do our picks and uh, call us one a day. Hmm? Yes. couple things. Uh, glad we had Paul on two weeks ago, not last week, but... I hated that it was known, but it was known as the Michigan State trap game of like they're really good and it's like they're oh, I said it. but they're gonna lose. Yeah. And then they lose to Purdue. Purdue is the best statistical team in the AP poll era to beat top five teams. They beat a top five team the most, whether they're home or away. The next closest was six away from them. That's that, absurd. That Purdue was beating a top five team in the AP poll era. As being unranked. That should be noted. As being unranked. As an unranked opponent beating a top five opponent. That is insane. Um, they, they've been able to do that in recent memory, obviously. Um, so, Michigan State falls. Alabama has a scary win against LSU. How close is the game? But they win. Uh, by, they won by six. It came down to the end. Alabama did not play as well of a game as they should have. And it came down to that. I mean, LSU had the ball and had a chance to win the game with a touchdown and an extra point. It was 20 to 14. Yeah. Maction yeah. um, is in full swing. But they, yeah, I got money on the game tonight. Who? Need a, I need the. I have points with Bowling Green, and I have the under in the other game. How many points are Bowling Green? <laughs> How much are they losing by? Um, 32. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's 42 to 10. They gave me plus 10. <laughs> they've been so good against the spread. They were, they've been, they were like, they're like six and three against, or like five and two against the spread. What do you need in the other one? It well, doesn't matter. I'm going to lose. It's a parlay. Oh, I parlayed it. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't, I don't do straight bets. There, there's no point in me if I'm going to straight bet two games. Right. If I win one, lose the other. It's not worth it. And then, I lose money. Okay. Yeah, Wake Forest. That sucked. oh my god, that they sucked. were up by fourteen. Literally, yeah. I was gonna be winning a huge parlay if Wake Forest fucking wins the game. I was so pissed. Yeah, it was my lock of last week. When they were up by fourteen, I was like, okay, great. Like they just gotta like just not yeah. fuck it up. And then they, they fucked, fucked it up. up. <laughs> and to UNC, I just was like, fucking hate college football. I was yeah. like, god damn it. And I actually was rooting for Wake Forest. Now they're yeah. still in the front runners to still go to the AC championship game and go to a good bowl, but they won't make. They won't be making the playoff. I mean, I mean they have a chance, but well, they weren't gonna fucking do anything. But no, but still make it. Better just make it. Yeah, not make it. Um, yeah. So you know, with that being said, Iowa State had a big win against Texas. Yeah, I was like, I just mentioned it. Last three years. Um, yeah. By the way, they actually talked about the number of five-star players Texas has uh, had. Uh, in their recruiting class last year, I think like 14, I would say it's zero. And also, um, fuck, what was the other thing they said? Uh, since, fuck, what was it? Like, Texas and Iowa State have this, oh, that's what it, Texas and Iowa State have the same record over the last three years. And Texas has had, what is it, like 30 some odd, five star recruits, Iowa State has none, but they have the same record over that time frame. All I gotta say is Texas, Good luck in the SEC. Yeah. So, you seem to recruit the players, but uh, can't seem to perform. All right. Let's get our picks. Close the guy out.
Um, Spike. Uh, all right, number six, Michigan, favored by minus one and a half, is at Penn State. I really, really, really wanted to pick Penn State. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I actually, honestly, I'm not picking Penn State because it's not a night game. It's an 11 a.m. game. I think if it was a night game in oh. Nittany Valley, they're walking away with a win. But I'm going to take Michigan. Um, Happy Valley. What I say? Nittany Valley. Oh, Happy Valley. Yeah. Oh, Nittany, Happy. Yeah, no, I, oh, I, oh, I got you. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to take Michigan. So, here's how I'd say how I'd put this bet. This bet is, I, I have two locks, I'd say, for this week, but this one would be my, my favorite one for a lock. It's going to be Michigan minus one and a half. If this game is played at 6 o'clock on ABC, it's not my lock. Played at 11 o'clock in Happy Valley, not with all those fans going nuts in a night game. I like Michigan in that game. I think it'll be it's still a close game, but only minus one and a half. Like, I'm going to take yeah. Michigan minus one and a half then. If not minus two and a half. Because I think that if they win by field goal, but right. I don't think. Okay. Uh, next game. Number eight, OU. At number 13, Baylor. Yeah, I think Caleb Williams. Caleb, Caleb Williams? I agree. Yeah, for OU. Well. I'm, yeah. I'm, taking I, OU. I'm, I'm taking OU. I might consider the bet with Baylor with the points. Cause I, but, I don't know. But uh, they kind of Baylor's been kind of screwing me this year with betting. So, yeah, I'm taking OU in this one. And actually, we want OU to win. We have the same Big 12 record as Baylor. So if OU wins, we then go ahead and then we need Oklahoma State to lose one game. We have to win out, and then we go to the Big 12 championship game. Mm, okay. So we have three games left, but one of them is against OU. So we'll see. Uh, Minnesota at number 20, Iowa. Um, Iowa is favored by minus five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Iowa. They, Minnesota struggled against Illinois. Yep, I, I agree. I'm going with Iowa. I just think Iowa's defense is just too good. They're at home. The last time they were at home, they lost to Purdue. They, they bounced back, put their home fans there. So, yeah, um, yeah I agree. Number 11, Texas A&M. Favored by minus 2.5 at number 15, Ole Miss. Texas A&M pulled it together at, against Arkansas. Or, I mean, uh, Auburn. Auburn, they were, it was a close game, but they pulled away at the end, and I think Texas A&M is just a better team. Ole Miss has been playing well, but... I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I'm going with the home team. They're going to give them only two and a half points. I'm going with Ole Miss at home. I think Matt Corral has a great game. That's what I'm going to go with. Although I do think Texas A&M, if you're Alabama, you still want Texas A&M to keep on winning. It makes your loss yeah. look a lot better yeah, that, that this team who was they were unranked, were good, they were ranked at the beginning of the season, went to unranked, now they've been on this great winning streak. Yeah. Definitely makes you look a lot better. Uh, next game, number 16, NC State at number 12, Wake Forest. Wake Forest favored by minus one and a half. I don't like it. I'm going to go with Wake Forest. Just last week's game now makes me nervous to pick Wake Forest. And I almost would say, like, make Wake Forest minus one a and a half. They put a fuck ton of points. It's like, I don't know. I'm taking Wake Forest, but I, I don't like I'm it. I'm taking Wake Forest as well. I don't like it either. I almost want to be like, ah, Wake Forest minus one and a half could be good. But honestly, if I'm betting on this game, it's going to be the over-under in that game. I don't even want to touch who's going to win or points or whatever. Where'd you go over-under? I don't know. I'd have to see what the line is. Mm. 
You mean like in points? Yeah. Yeah, I'd see whatever the line is and then see how well they've been playing against yeah. playing against it. Uh, last game, night game. Uh, number nine, Notre Dame, minus five and a half at Virginia. I'm going to go to Virginia. I'm calling an upset on this one. I was wondering why you put this one on there. But well, the only other game I guess you could have put on there would have been... It was Ohio State and Purdue. No. I, you want to talk about Ohio State and Purdue. We can talk about Ohio State and Purdue. I, Ohio State well, and... I thought we were going to talk about this just because it was a matchup, a top 25 matchup, but um, I think it would be great if Purdue was beat the number two, the number three, and the number four team in the country. Oh, yeah. I just think Ohio State's hitting their stride. Yeah, I agree. Offensively. Uh, the only other game I was going to put on there would have been uh, number 25 Arkansas at LSU, at a 4-5 and five LSU, because Arkansas is favored by minus 2.5. But yeah, that game's a poopy. I'm taking Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm taking Virginia. I Virginia at home, I, I, you know what? Two years ago, Notre Dame, screw you. Because I picked against them almost every week when they went undefeated. And I picked Yeah, and you them. kept them picking Notre Dame. And I haven't picked against Notre Dame this season. Uh, actually, that's a lie. I did against Cincinnati. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm going with. The last thing I was going to mention on this episode for today was the college football rankings. Everyone pretty much moved up by one. Cincinnati's now sitting at five on the outside looking in. I mean, They're pretty much at this point, they're just hoping that Oregon or Ohio State lose because if those teams don't lose and win out and Alabama plays against Georgia in the SEC yeah. cha- championship game and Alabama loses they still might put them in over Cincinnati to be and honest, if Georgia loses there's no way that they I put Cincinnati I don't th- this is what I don't like I don't like that Oregon is I, in I agree I think Cincinnati not, should Cincinnati be higher is, than Oregon Cincinnati would I think beat Oregon I, if they played I agree. it would be a good game if they played in a neutral site I think I would take Cincinnati it, there's no reason for me that Oregon should be where they are I mean high in the ranking sure but Cincinnati's undefeated I mean like I I think that's ridiculous because Oregon hasn't be, like the teams that they beat in the Pac-12, they yep. have not been beating them that well. Now you could make the same case about Cincinnati, but Cincinnati has played Notre Dame, who's number nine in the country, who they beat. They are still undefeated. Yeah, and also, yes, they have had a couple. Oregon of, lost to Stanford. They beat a Navy team only by seven. All right, they beat a Tulsa team only by eight. Okay, I'll give you that. But how about the fact that then? But they've also been kicking the shit out of other teams as well. You can't take that. They did beat. Oregon lost to Stanford, and they are three and six. Right. Yeah. Listen, I, you and I, same boat. If you're Cincinnati, obviously they go they go to South Florida uh, this this I guess week. The only they got to win. The, you got to beat SMU. That that's their big game. They got to go win, and then if they win that convincingly, yeah, I just I agree with you. Oregon at number three. I'm like just with the one loss in there. Ohio State, okay. I and maybe... I think the only reason why Oregon's ahead of Ohio State is because they beat them. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's only reason why they're one ahead. But I would argue now if they play it again, Ohio State's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would like to say one thing to note is uh, UTSA at number 23 in the country, and they're 9-0. Yeah. So, I just thought that that's, they should warrant a uh, shout-out. 
Uh, but anyway, thank you very much for listening to our nice long episode. We had a nice beginning, middle, and end. Um, so, you have any last little closing arguments? No. Feel no? pretty good. All right, cool. Thank you everyone for listening, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.